Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Talkback time with Smithy. Brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Call now for a chance to win today's $50 Chemist Warehouse voucher. 0800 150811 933 and uh, we have uh, Zaid on the line from Auckland. Zaid, good morning to you. You're a regular at Deedon Park. Will you be going to watch uh, the women's rugby? Um, I might get along to a game. I'm not sure about the opening game, but I might try and get along to a game, yeah? Okay. Right, uh, what, what's on your mind? Um, NRL Grand Final, I think it's I think it's Penrith to lose. You know, they're going with all the momentum. They've had a great year, a great team, and can you see them losing unless Parramatta catches them out? But I can't, you know. Um, with Clare, Nathan Cleary, you know, Ivan Cleary, his dad coaching, you know, I just can't see it. Um, Dylan Edwards, good player, um, Steve... Stephen Crichton, you know, they've got a real good team. They've played good all year. Um, yeah, um, and um, I actually finished watching the uh, test documentary on Amazon. Um, it's a real good documentary if you're into um, cricket, about the Australian cricket team uh, retaining the ashes and obviously coming back from the uh, ball tampering. Um, but it's quite good. And I do want um, um, to talk about the NPC quickly. You were talking about Canterbury coach before, as much as it hurts me before. Um, I think Auckland had a chance maybe to beat Canterbury the way they started last Friday, but um, they lost their momentum. They were up 10-0, but then had a yellow card for a deliberate knockdown, and they just went downhill from there. Um, but there was a guy that impressed me. I haven't heard too much of Alex Harford. Um, sounds like he had a good game, but um, if Auckland did lose to Taranaki, is there a chance that they could miss out on the playoffs, or should they still make it? Because I know North Harbour, Northland, and um, Tasman are all breathing down their necks, so I'm not sure um, if you could give me an update on the table. Okay, um, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that for you, Zayda. Uh, you're right, yeah, it's getting pretty cutthroat. There are some games that don't, aren't, uh, aren't that relevant this weekend, and there are games that uh, clearly are. Um, you know, but um, uh, Auckland and... Uh, I think Auckland are okay, aren't they? To be perfectly honest, I think Auckland are pretty okay with the whole thing. And getting back to the league, it's a one-off Zade, right? It's a one-off game, so uh, I'm not saying you chuck form out the window and you don't chuck favouritism out the window. But what you do look at is just one effort, one game. If the Eels start well, if the Eels start well, and uh, Penrith have to play catch up, 
and I think you'll probably find um, that uh, that'll be a different game, a different game of rugby league because all bets are on Penrith, um, and I, I think uh, that makes Parramatta a very, very dangerous proposition. I remember Vossi saying to us about um, a month and a bit ago uh, on his Monday link with us, he said, look, Penrith are this kind of side that could lose tomorrow but still win the grand final. I'll never forget he said that because that's what they like, and now they've got the opportunity to do that. Um, and Zay, just looking at that points table, uh, Canterbury 41, North Harbour 27, Auckland 25, Tasman 24. Uh, Auckland are through, um, and now they have the opportunity, if they can, to leapfrog North Harbour, which would give them a home advantage. So uh, that would be an Eden Park occasion for you. Uh, thanks very much for your call, mate. Um, so keep an eye on that. John from Auckland. Morning to you, John. Yeah, morning, morning, Smithy. Hey, um, the Women's World Cup, I think it was scheduled for last year, so they were proposing that it would only be played in Auckland and Whangarei because of the mm. COVID situation at the time. Um, yep. Needless to say, it should have been played all around New Zealand, but in saying that, this is a beautiful opportunity for the far north to host something. It doesn't really get to host anything in New Zealand, really, uh, besides the Northland rugby matches um, and some concerts. But, um, you know, most of your listeners may have not been to the far north, beautiful part of the country. I know you've been there many a times, to uh, mm. footy games and to the cricket ground right next to Okara Park. Um, so, yeah, it's a beautiful region, probably some of the best beaches in New Zealand. I know you'd probably differ because you're from the East Coast. Um, so I think <laughs> it's a great opportunity for New Zealanders to come to the upper North Island. And saying that, 50% of the population live from Tauranga upwards. And then that's only a two-hour drive, and then the Hawke's Bay is a five-hour drive from Auckland. So the majority of New Zealanders live quite close to that region. Um, but for our South Island listeners, you know, get up here. We love you. You're part of our country, and, and just get behind the girls. What do you reckon, Smitty? Oh, look, yeah, I'm with you, John, uh, totally on that. Um, um, I am 100% with you on that. And, you know, for me, it, it, you know, I can do that. Uh, you know, I can hop in a car or I can hop on a plane and do that. Not a lot of New Zealanders can, though, that unfortunately, at the moment. And that that makes it just a, a little bit of out of reach. And uh, I know that uh, they had uh, to plan for these things in advance. World Cups just don't happen overnight. They are years and years and years in the making and the planning. Uh, and I, I guess they took the safe way out at that point. Had they had their time over again, I would imagine they would have liked to have spread the net a lot wider than they could you know I, I even even at the last minute you know when I say the last minute at a later time they could have gone as far south even as uh, Waikato uh, to the beautiful Bay of Plenty um, and, and stretched it a little bit further uh, Rotorua of course is another one uh, even taken the odd game maybe to uh, to Taupo um, you know they, they could have encom- encompassed a lot and, and in that catchment area uh, John, they would have incorporated a lot more young girls, a lot more um, you know, teenage uh, women as well who are looking, uh, young women who are looking to perhaps get interested in playing rugby. And that was, that I think um, is where they've, they've slightly missed the boat here. I mean, they'll be beautiful. There'll be, there will be some good crowds. There will be some beautiful shots too of the, of the far north. They'll, they'll do it well in that respect. It's just the reach is not, it's not typical World Cup, if you know what I mean, John. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there, Smithy, but, you know, it is what it is right now. Um, but just on mm. the women's game, it's, it's the fastest-growing um, part of rugby in our country. So New Zealanders need to get out there because the women's game is absolutely thriving, while the men's game is kind of a bit stale. 
Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, mate. And just quickly before I go, I think the Panthers mm-hmm. will win by 14. They've been the best team all year. They're pretty much the All Blacks of Rugby League. And yeah, go the Panthers. Cheers. Oh, boy. Okay, John. They'd want to be better than the All Blacks. These All Blacks of Rugby League. I can promise you that. Um, right. Okay. Uh, I, I, I get your sentiment, though. And uh, the smart money will be on them. On them. Smart money will be on them, John. You're dead right. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, uh, it is a one-off, an absolute one-off. And uh, Zaino, I imagine, uh, from the beautiful Parapara Umu, uh, will be uh, having a cursory glance at the uh, NRL Grand Final. Uh, Zane, but what about the Women's World Cup? Oh, well, we're just walking down the seventh at the moment. Um, a little bit breezy. <laughs> hey, um, on the Women's World uh, Cup, for me, I'm struggling to get a gauge about rugby in general, other than the ABs. So, honestly, it's tough. And my kids, I've got a nine-year-old daughter and a 13-year-old son. They have absolutely no interest in any form of rugby or rugby league. Um, so it's a, it's a tough one. I think like while the girls, or oh, the ladies, I should say, numbers are, are growing as players, I don't think it's a spectator sport yet. So I think they, they missed the boat by not at least spreading it around so they got the novelty factor. You know, you go and play it at Wanganui or somewhere and you're going to get people there. But game after game up in Auckland, not a smart idea. Yeah, I, 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 I think you're right, and I, I, what I worry about here, um, Zane, is that, that you know you'll you'll just go to the well a, a wee bit too often. Um, you know, some of these games will be classic encounters, and some of them won't be. And I suppose it's typical of most World Cups. And um, you know, when you run a um, when you have a World Cup in a place like New Zealand, of course, without the population that other countries have, like a, a United Kingdom or something, where everything's so accessible to millions and millions of people, you always run that risk of numbers. Uh, so I suppose they, they know that in the back of their mind. I think they're just, you know, they, they're trying to tell us we should like the game like you call it just before. It's a growing sport. It doesn't engage me, I've got to be honest. Like NPC rugby these days, I haven't watched a game in years. So how can I get excited about women's rugby when I don't actually know any of the players? So... You know, per- personal choice and all that, but I think if you'd taken it out to rural areas, engage with the primary schools, given them free tickets, you would have got someone there. But whether they've got the population to do that over the Auckland or greater Auckland area, who knows, mate? Um, okay. On the rugby league. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think it comes down to if um, the Panthers can continue to protect Cleary, he kicks early, they win. Um, if they can pressure him like Queensland did in the third state of origin, they might have a chance, but. I look at um, Parramatta's got some really awesome individual players. The, Pan- the Panthers are just an awesome team. They play as a team. They've got class across the, the field. They would have to play bad and Parramatta to play out of their uh, skins to win. But who knows, I'd be happy if they did for Brad, Brad Arthur. You know, he gets the Fozzie treatment every second week on NRL 360, saying he should get chopped because he hasn't won a final. So I'm happy either way, mate. Okay. Hey, Zane, so it's... It, is that a pass for the seventh? Is that back into the southerly, is it? Oh, no, we've got a bit of a northerly behind us, mate. Just a 310-yard baby drive here. And a... All good, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, play well. Play well. And uh, we'll um, take uh, more calls tomorrow here on SENZ when we uh, ask for to open the line. Uh, interesting, uh, not a lot of response. Um, just a couple of callers uh, about the Women's World Cup. It's 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 an interesting gauge, actually. Uh, we'll continue actually um, to look at that. Um, in fact, we've still got to. Have we got time for Joey, or should we take a break and come back for Joey?
back to the lines and uh, Joey, good morning to you, Joey. Thanks for being patient. Yeah, good afternoon. Look, um, just on the NRL, I think it's Penrith, Penrith to lose. Um, they've been they're the best side by, even though um, Parramatta have beaten them twice this year. You know, they've got to play badly, I think, to lose. Uh, Cleary is uh, probably the only million-dollar player, in my opinion, um, that you'd pay a million bucks for. Um, and he's got other guys. If he if he starts to struggle a little bit, he's got the captain, he and um, uh, the the 5'8 as well that can that can produce stuff around him and, and the fullback as well. I know Parramatta have got some good players, but some great players too. But uh, Moses, if you cut Mo- Moses the halfback down, I think you can cut out a lot of their um, their attack. And just on the women's um, the women's game, Smithy, uh, the rugby. Um, we we've we've improved massively. I think we got into a little bit of a um, a lull there, or or just a bit stale uh, before Smithy took over, and um, he's got them going really well. But um, we haven't really been challenged in our defence. You know, uh, we've played you know we played a side that was not not great on the weekend. You know, beat them by um, 95-12, whatever. You know, that's a little bit worrying when we come up against these really top sides. Um, but their attack, you just don't have to worry about that. He's got them flying. And just on the last thing, um, uh, we've in, with the All Blacks, we've introduced a, a guy um, in Geordie Barrett. Uh, reminds me a lot of uh, Bruce Robertson. Uh, I know he's playing second five, not centre. But um, the way he played on the weekend, we've got a real danger now. Uh, it just makes me wonder whether two of us are shit would have to go on the tour at the end of the year and he would have to play very, very well because you've got Leonard Brown, you've got Harvili, you've got Quinton Tupaya, now you've got Geordie Barrett. I don't think if, if Tuvachashik doesn't play well on this tour, and I think he'll go on it, I don't think he'll be an all-black and he may well go back to rugby league. Yeah, I think that's a fair point, uh, Joey. I think he's not, um, he's not a young man in that sense and uh, his options, I think, are running out. Uh, in that regard, I, I think I take your point there. Bruce from Christchurch. Good morning to you, Bruce. <clears throat> yes, Smithy. Uh, two quick points. One, I, I heard uh, read a thing about the um, demise of uh, the English rugby um, club very recently and the huge amount of um, tax that they, they owe the uh, constabulary and, and the... I guess the poorly, perhaps poorly managed, or the the whole setup is taking a real dive. You know, some of the real top clubs, um, Wasps and um, Worcester, I see, is shut down for the moment. That, that, that's a real problem for English rugby. Um, I, I know COVID's interrupted a lot of it, but they they are really having a big look at how they're running it and how how they're, I guess, letting, uh, I guess, too many of their English players play away overseas. And they're saying it's, it's interrupted by the international scene a lot as well. So it's quite funny how they, um, you know, they, what, what, what eggs they actually want in what basket and how that's going to work out. Um, and one other point, I'm thrilled for Daniel Hillier. Um, I see he's yeah. won this um, latest event. And he's jumped the 13th, I think. And uh, all going well, he'd be on that, playing in that European tour next year. would be absolutely fantastic. Very talented 24-year-old. And, um, you know, 
Great point, Bruce. Yeah, I think he's a, a real quality act. He's been floating around and threatening this for quite some time. Um, I appreciate your call, Bruce. Uh, thank you very much uh, for that. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on those English rugby clubs. That's been around a while, that stuff. Um, and always under pressure, uh, it feels, with the high price they pay for their players in particular. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.